morning, everybody. I'm Steve Sander, um, standing in for Perry Burnap, who's the executive director of Dyke Denver Bike Sharing. She's stuck on the East Coast with uh, the uh, leftovers of Irene. I'm also the director of marketing for the city of Denver. And today we're uh, pleased to be able to come together at this Valero station, thanks to Craig Holmes and uh, James Orsalak from Clean Energy to announce uh, our, the conversion of the two Denver bike sharing maintenance vehicles to CNG. Through the generous support of Incana, um, this gives us a fully integrated, environmentally sustainable operation. Um, these these uh, trucks travel around the city to move bikes around so that we keep our stations in balance. Um, we also use the trucks to bring in um, bikes that need repair, and we use our trucks to, to take bikes out for support of special events. Through the adoption of CNG, we've been able to reduce the carbon pollutants significantly, and obviously with the, the goal that we have of getting more people out of their cars and using bikes for transportation, conversion of our vehicles to CNG is consistent with being as environmentally sensitive as possible. Uh, I'd like to introduce David Hill, uh, VP of Natural Gas Operations for Encana, who both through a grant and through his generous support um, from an operational standpoint, enabled us to convert our vehicles. David? Great. Thanks, Steve, for the introduction. Uh, yeah, and Ken is really proud to be here today and are really proud of our partnership with uh, Denver Bicycle Sharing. It's through that partnership that uh, when we first explored options with them to go beyond uh, funding their bicycle stations to look at how we can make a greater impact. We evaluated uh, converting their maintenance fleet to natural gas. And it's, it's really a good message for what they're focusing on is improving the community, uh, improving uh, health in the community, as well as caring for the environment. So natural gas makes a nice, a nice fit for them. So through our grant and working with FuelTech, our local conversion company, we were able to come together and offer them uh, a good solution that will not only save them money day to day, you know, anywhere from a thousand to two thousand dollars a year in operating costs, but it also really sends a great message to Denver. You know, it's a cleaner for the environment, it's a lower cost fuel, and it's also a domestic fuel that's produced right here in Colorado. We're using that here, so it really makes an impact on national security as well. And it's through these public-private partnerships that Encana and others do that really helps bring about infrastructure, which is the chicken and egg dilemma for natural gas fueling. So by doing these partnerships, we're able to bring more vehicles to these stations and encourage more stations to be built. And that's the right thing to do for Colorado. So with that, I'd like to turn it back over to Steve. I'd, I'd now like to introduce Wes Biggers from FuelTech, and he um, was the brains behind um, converting the vehicles, and uh, he'll talk to you about what it takes to convert vehicles. Thank you, Steve. I'm Wes Biggers. I'm the president and owner of FuelTech Conversion Corporation. FuelTech can go actually trace its roots back. Uh, we've been doing conversions for uh, about 20 years now. Uh, natural gas on a motor vehicle is nothing new. Uh, all we're doing essentially is using one hydrocarbon to substitute for another. In this case, we're using natural gas, which is predominantly methane, and substituting that in place of the gasoline on a vehicle. 
from a conceptual standpoint, it's very simple. Uh, the conversion process, you would look at it and you would say this is, this is relatively easy. We install a fuel tank in the vehicle uh, and install the fuel injectors, which is how the fuel is actually put into the vehicle in place of the gasoline. From a production and development standpoint, it's actually very complex. We still have to comply with all the federal emissions rules and laws of the United States, part of the uh, Federal Clean Air Act. Uh, so in doing that, it limits the kind of vehicles we can convert. We were fortunate enough with uh, Denver B-Cycle that the vehicles they had were able to be converted. Uh, predominantly fleet vehicles or larger con fuel-consuming vehicles are the ones that have uh, conversion systems that are EPA certified and available to install. The biggest challenge we have right now is do we have enough stations to motivate people to buy the vehicles and consume the fuel, but without the vehicles on the road, we, it doesn't make any sense to build a fueling station. It's through the, the efforts of companies like Encana and, and organizations like Denver B-Cycle where we're increasing the amount of fuel demand, increasing the amount of fuel demand gives us more stations online. We're, we're already seeing a growth in stations. We've seen three new stations in Colorado this year uh, with a couple more planned. Uh, as we add more stations, we get more vehicles. As we can get more vehicles, we can get more stations. And ultimately, we can start seeing an environmentally friendly fuel and a fuel where it's coming out of Colorado. You know, realize a majority of the natural gas that we're burning in, in the Denver B-Cycle vehicles is coming right out of our own economy. And I shouldn't say coming out of our economy. It's, it's actually putting money into our economy because it's produced locally in terms of jobs and in terms of local resources. Steve? I, I now open it up to any questions, um, and then we're going to um, invite our technician, Phil Marino, our head operations guy, to do a ceremonial um, fill-up of the vehicle. TV, your city, your source.